Thank you for joining us today. This is Cole Baresi, and I am here with David Dardashti in How to Heal Your Trauma podcast. Uh, we left it off last time, uh, starting to dive in a little bit about trauma, what is trauma, how to treat trauma, um, and really how trauma is the root cause of a number of neurological issues, substance abuse, chemical dependence, prescriptions, diff- other types of addictions. And today, David, I'd like you to dive deeper into explaining what is trauma, how it affects us, and how do we treat trauma at the the fundamental base, the root of it, to really uh, heal people for for long-term success. First, what is trauma? Trauma can be something, an event that happened to a human one minute, maybe even less than that, or two hours or three hours or happen every day okay, for, for a long time. Now, so that the experience, let's talk about the one-time trauma, okay? When, when they talked about trauma, again, I'm repeating myself from last time, people always think there's somebody in the battle. I was myself three years in the Israeli army commanding units, okay? And it is a trauma, but there are traumas like childhood traumas. Assuming father and mother standing there and fiercely fighting with each other. Imagine that child, doesn't matter how old he is, especially if he's young, listening whose side that child wanna take, the father or the mother. Obviously, he loves both of them. So the two people that he loves the most in his life are having a conflict, horrible conflict, and human mind usually works in a way that you have to take a side. You have to, to think, oh, this one is right, or the other one is right, okay? Or try to equalize it, but not the child. So that, that trauma stays with that person and it has so much implication later on in his life that people cannot even imagine and he will suffer. Unfortunately, many times that child will end up traumatizing his own children or his own wife or his own uh, whoever, partner in life. So, and trauma, is that like a, a physical wound? Okay, I got a, I, I cut myself and I put a bandit eye in it. I suffer a few days, little by little, he gets cured and uh, that's it. it, it went away. Trauma is something that enters the inner mind, I would like to call it more, this the a human soul, or human, call it um, subconscious, okay? A sub, our subconscious, or our soul, whatever you want to call it, is not inside our brain. It's, it's uh, really sitting outside 
are recording everything, every event happens to us. And uh, that child going through this, let's say, five minutes or ten minutes or extreme argument and fighting between his father and mother that he loves both, you're just taking that child, putting a bomb in the middle of his stomach and blowing him up. Is this this scar is going to stay with him the rest of his life? Most of the time. I'm not going to say every time. There are some, maybe some people, some children can overcome it and forget it. David, that's how do you, like when the trauma is buried deep in the subconscious, you know, science calls it subconscious, spiritual, what we know is your soul or spirit, where there's not much information about in the, in the science world or how to access that or through the layers of the subconscious. How does it get stored there and why does it pop up over the course of somebody's life? How do we access that? How, why does that happen? Okay. If we take our physical being and our mental being, they're absolutely two different things. The physical being is totally different than mental being. I'm repeating myself in order for people to understand it's not one and the same. Mental trauma, mental receiving a pain is something that can last for years or the whole lifetime. A physical can last, I'm, I'm talking about uh, regularly, I'm not talking about somebody cutting his leg, uh, it's going to last for, for a long time. But I'm saying just getting a, a wound or getting a, injured, finally it's, it's lasts and it, it goes away. Mental trauma is not something that you can just go on and wipe out so easily. Yes, there are as a psychiatrist, psychologist, that they talk to people for a long time. And I got to tell you, uh, the job of the psychiatrist or psychologist is an extremely difficult job. To sit down and listen to somebody's mental pain is so difficult. Uh, after, after 20 minutes, half an hour, listening one after another, uh, after the second or third or fourth time, one, they turn off. We see that too in the amount of psychiatrists, psychologists, therapists that are actually coming in for Ibogaine treatment to help them with a lot of this burden that they've tried to help other people with. We, we proudly treated over 100 cases like this, psychiatrists, psychologists. Okay. I personally had to sit in and talk to them and what the difference between our treatment and any other mental treatment. I'm not saying there's nothing else. We are the only one and we are the, the genius of the world. If there is psychotherapist that is able to enter and talk to a person and and get deep enough in his mental status, he'll be able to 
repair probably that trauma. But unless you get deep enough, because the trauma can be a, uh, let's say, 10 centimeter to 10 kilometers, okay? It's just something that is, as a short act, you got a, a bullet or you got a cut, and then it cured and went away. The trauma is something that just in, gets inserted in that in there. And unless you bring it in a very delicate and in a very correct way, it is impossible to get rid of it. And that person will suffer the rest of their lives and they're going to abuse probably the, the, their own children, their wives, their husband, their whoever that comes around it. Because this trauma is something that flares all of a sudden in a second. And people would say, hey, David was, he was just talking so nice. What happened to him all of a sudden? He just went crazy. They can't control it, those, those trigger points. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you see it all the time. It didn't went crazy. It, that, that something triggered that trauma to burst out and he he did without even knowing himself what happened to him and he and he started bursting out and he can do all kinds of non-proper acts or talk and cause even can cause trauma to other people we and know what you and i know just because i've worked with you for so long how the trauma, how you've explained to me and others, where the trauma, the full event is recorded deep in the subconscious, but it's like a shattered uh, picture frame that sends up broken bits and pieces to our conscious mind that we can't control. These There's trigger points, parts throughout our day that shoot up these broken bits that give us a short peek at the trauma, which gives us fear and anxiety and resentment and anger, all of these uh, emotions. Exactly and right. The best way to describe what is real trauma is, it's spread out all over, called it your brain, your soul, your subconscious. And unless you can bring the whole entire event into the small, into the uh, like shorter picture, there is no way to get rid of it. That's the amazing part because there's so many there's so many people that come to you for help with the ibogaine treatment and the neurostimulus technique. A lot of psychiatrists and therapists will send us their patients that they've been working with for years because they're trying to bring them to the trauma to make peace with it and overcome it and see the full picture so they can overcome it. How, you know, can you explain more how the ibogaine treatment that you provide and the neurostimulus technique and the proper protocols that are used and how this all works, how, how, does, how do people overcome their trauma with this treatment? Okay, people go to treatment and maybe they give them even physical examination or they don't even do that. But I see them before I treat someone, I interview them. I, no matter how much they try to resist, I get to the depth 
offer any problems. Most of them claim, claim that I don't know why is embarrassment or uh, what, what else it is, and that they don't have any trauma. In the end, you get and you find out that they, what a horrible trauma that they had in their life. I had cases that people convinced me that they didn't have any trauma. And then after the treatment, they said, David, I cannot believe there was a guy here just last week. Strong, you know, macho, my trauma me. I, I don't know if you were here or not, Cole, but this guy was crying during the treatment for four hours straight. Loud that he was bothering the next uh, bed, the next guy that was lying down over there. So I had to move into a different room, crying like like a like a baby, like somebody is is cutting his leg out. So trauma is is worse than physical pain. It's much much uh, harsher than physical pain. Because physical pain, you pop maybe a couple of pills, a couple of aspirins, and uh, don't say narcotic, God forbid. I totally against it. But you take uh, some, I don't know, there's the different uh, painkillers, and you can get some comfort out of it. But trauma is not something that you can take a puppet pill and, and escape it. And, and just, you know. Yeah, okay, you cannot sleep, you take a big pill, uh, you fall asleep. That's not trauma. Trauma lasts there, it hides itself, and then all of a sudden it bursts out and it shows its real face and you know that this person has been suffering from trauma for all his life. And you see that, uh, we've seen that in the, the patients that are coming in, especially people who are, I want to say between the ages of 40 and even 65 years old, sometimes even older, where they thought they were getting relief because they were doing traditional treatments, uh, whether it be Zoloft, Xanax, Clonopin, Abilify, I, I can name a number out there. I don't, I don't even know if I should have mentioned those, but they start taking these antidepressants or uh, anti-anxiety medications and they feel good for a while, right? Some feel, some for a couple of years. Call it, drug, call it hard drugs, just like heroin, like everything else, okay? They're taking those and most of them, I find that the more they're taking, the more I know that their trauma is deeper. Is deep, they're just burying the exactly burying the events and the emotions and the feelings, but there's always a breaking point or there's multiple breaking points or things start to get worse and worse, which is there's a couple different reasons why this treatment is so effective. It's number one, it allows people to right, to revisit their trauma and see it almost like a picture reel cleaning up their subconscious. I want to stop you there. The reason they are able to do it because we are able with the art treatment to reach the subconscious. And they can see the traumas that they think after they, they are 
uh, out of the treatment. They think it lasted for hours, something that lasted maybe 10 minutes. And I know even from my treatment, um, I didn't think, I, I touched on it about, you know, appendix bursting in me and dying, uh, you know, close to death on the hospital table, not pulling out of it. Another 60 days in the, in the hospital room, in the ICU, it was, it was bad. It was scary. I didn't think that affected me at all because I healed in the next several months. I continued to play hockey and in school and whatnot. But during my treatment, like, it took me back to the full event of me laying on the hospital bed. I saw every doctor's face. I could feel their their fear in that I wasn't going to make it. But I was on anesthesia. I was unconscious. How How is that even possible? I sat up during my treatment because I thought somebody was putting a ventilator down my throat. I felt all of that. These are the things that we talk about in the subconscious that you can't access in your conscious world. Your conscious mind cannot access it. But on a spiritual level, when you're able to bring somebody to that, it's amazing the detail that is actually recorded there. I'll tell you in one sentence, the treatment that we give, it's a physical and mental and spiritual all at the same time. They feel the physical pain with the trauma, with the mental pain, subconscious, everything at the same time. And that's how they're able to get relief from it. And unfortunately, because today there's so much confusion, so much information out there, there are great psychiatrists, psychologists, psychotherapists that can do uh, what we do, they can do it through hypnosis. But people are not even uh, capable of sitting down for an hour and let them, the, the doctor do his job to uh, get, bring them to that point of subconscious, that, that out-of-body experience, because there is so much going on uh, mentally, physically, noise, everything else that you, you can make distractions, yeah. And that's even if you can find a top-notch uh, hypnotist, somebody who can really bring somebody that deep in their subconscious. Yes, very probably very few that are around today in today's world. Everything's moving so so fast. Yes. And you talked about how it's an actual true physical healing, which is the absolute truth because you know number 75-80% of the patients coming in you know we are treating a lot of people who aren't on medications just for depression anxiety optimization and reset but the people who are coming in on antidepressants or opioids or alcohol methamphetamines amphetamines cocaine the ibogaine treatment that you are able to provide truly heals the physical brain and the subconscious because these people are not suffering through severe withdrawals, right? If somebody's coming in taking six milligrams of clonopin a day, you can't just stop taking that. If they stop taking that, what, they can go into a seizure and die. But the ibogaine treatment that you're given, it, it actually does repair the neurotransmitters, the receptors, uh, regenerates neuroplasticity. This is a real physical... In a simple explanation, it reaches, touches the 
the subconscious or the soul that is not part of the brain. I'm t- t- I, I, I've been studying Kabbalah for 37 years with the, I don't even mention my name of my, my uh, teachers. And through that, I understood what, what happens, why the people behave the way they behave. Why did that big anger, that hatred, that resentment, it's all of it has come from, from the same thing, from that trauma. Yeah, it's amazing the, the studies and the knowledge that you've gained, you know, that have been taught thousands of years behind closed doors. And you had touched on that before where the true definition of a doctor or a healer is to absolutely know every physical aspect of the body and the anatomy and what's going on, you know, and you do that with the EKGs, blood pressure readings, pulse oxygen, you know, blood panels. So you know what is going on physically, but really the deeper part of the healing is how how all of that is related to the person's subconscious and what they've gone through with traumas in their life. Um, and- so I miss, I've studied Kabbalah, which is a very deep spiritual and very difficult for people to understand it. You have to have Tamil before it, and you have to have a lot of uh, years of, of studying very difficult subjects in order to understand really what is a human mind, human soul, a human, they call it whatever people like, don't like to call it soul, so don't call it soul, call it subconscious, call it uh, spiritual, uh, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Okay, I gave 11 years uh, lectures in radio, and then in the beginning when I started talking about souls or People were, oh, they don't want to hear about the souls. And so I spoke about. I think that's that's probably the whole problem today, right? Is that everybody has forgotten about this spiritual aspect and this energy around us, right? And and, uh, solely relying on what we think is fact that constantly changes over the years. So it's, um, you know, it really is all in one. any good psychiatrist, any good psychologist, any good doctor that really cares, really cares, should at least have some knowledge of this because there is a study that I am putting in my book about the trauma that this study was done that shows, describes how much subconscious and physical pains or physical reaction for human being are interconnected. It's amazing, yeah. It's it, for the treatment that you give that allows people to, to dive deeper into their subconscious and all of that's directly related with all your studies. I'll give you one very good example. The book that I am finishing has been taking me, instead of just to write the book and publish it and make some money after I'm not looking for money. But the book has taken me so far, two and a half years to write, to write very, very carefully, to watch every word I put in there. 
for, and I really wrote this for many uh, professionals that want, want to know. I'm a rabbi. I studied Kabbalah and Talmud. And, and these are subjects that many times talks about these ideas. I had a great master that was a physicist. He was a mechanical engineer. He was Kabbalist. He was Talmudic expert. And that was my teacher for 37 years until he passed away. And I understood what uh, inside of my heart, how much people are suffering. And I sometimes I want to really sit in and cry for some of these people that come to me. They're talking to me and I say, excuse me, I get a, I'll, I'll be right back. I go out, I cry in the bed and I come back because it's, it's, it's so painful. Uh, it, it's so emotional that I, I cannot hold myself. How much people have suffered in their, in their life and how much people are suffering. Uh, nobody, they don't tell anybody and nobody wants to know. And uh, it's just the, this has become, is a good word in, uh, I don't know, Hebrew or whatever language is called chichak. Means right away, one, one, two, three. There is nothing in this world that works like this, that you snap your finger and the, the problem is resolved. Yeah, if you get a little, uh, you, uh, you cut your, your finger, you put the bandage around it, yes, it is. But when you take, you're talking about emotional problem or mental or uh, subconscious uh, difficulties, it's not, uh, so fast, it's not a cheap joke. It's it is. It takes a tremendous amount, and I can give you an example of a fantastic painter that I'm using hair painting for the cover of my book. That when she came here, she didn't look at all that that depressed or bit uh, a lot of problems, a lot of psychological problems, but. Every single painting was a horror painting. Seven different characters, a, a child crying in front of the window. Uh, I mean, it was amazing, amazing. Uh, it was like a movies from cartoons or, or was scary movies. I remember, I remember looking at some of her paintings. Just I don't want to mention, I don't want to mention her name, but now. You should see, Sharon, that I'm using hair painting for the cover of my new book. Then hopefully I'm going to be uh, finishing before I die. <laughs> I know. I'm telling you, we're all excited for that to come out. And I know you're, you're just getting it all wrapped up in, in final edits uh, for publishing. So we're all excited for that to come out. But I wanted to bring it back to you talking to the patients, uh, the people who are coming in, uh, sometimes you have to step out and even cry yourself for a few minutes. And this speaks volumes to who you are as a human being and the compassion and empathy that you have, which allows you to truly treat people with your full heart and soul, which there's not many people like that. 
you're a special person and every person who has come through your facility will tell you that it's just amazing in the work that you're doing and i know you still call me special person. not not you i know i know you plain human being <laughs> i know you give that all to to the almighty right you're just a, a messenger of god a, a hand of god and you're i truly believe you're put in this position and given the capacity to it's not easy man you're in you're in Mexico, right? Playa del Carmen, Mexico. You're by yourself down there. You, you know, uh, no family, no friends. It's it's it, you're there. It's it's tough, and you're you know treating twenty, twenty five, sometimes thirty people a month with some of the deepest traumas and uh, addictions that exist in the world. Who have already tried every other treatment modality, and they they're still suffering. There's some that have gone to 80 different rehabs. 80 different I rehabs. I couldn't believe when I heard. It's unbelievable. And what do they all say? I know this for a fact. They all say, I wow, I wish I, knew, I wish I knew about this treatment was out there first. Yeah. It would, I could have had a lot of years back, a lot of time back. Um, but you know what? Everything it happens at the right time and place. And I truly believe. You that. know, Cole, I want to conclude this with saying one thing. If you are the head of the biggest company, public company in the United States or anywhere in the world, and you're embarrassed or you're, you're shy or you're afraid to admit that you're suffering from trauma, don't. Because you're just destroying your own life, your own family's life, be truthful with yourself and realize and admit to, at least to yourself that you have a trauma and try to get treatment. Not necessarily here, in, anywhere. Try to get that treatment. It's so important. Otherwise, you're going to affect other mem family members, friends around you without you even knowing that you're doing it. And you tell me that all the time. What is the biggest, one of the biggest killers out there? It's pride and ego, right? Not being able to think ego. you have to be the macho man or the one that's right, or we don't have any problems and we keep burying it and burying it and burying it until things really explode. And it's not about how much money you're making or how big your house is or who's driving the fanciest car. You can have all those things and not be happy. It, I can it, tell you, marriages break down because of it. many, many of the marriages because of the trauma. Many friendships, many companies. What can I tell you from here to eternity? I mean, there is so many problems that can be dealt with. There is nothing in this world that has been created that has no solution. Everything that exists, if it exists, it also has a solution. Just uh, we have to admit to it, accept it, and be, be able to be heroic enough, have the guts to admit to it and try to get the best help, the best professional help that you can get. We're, it's very simple. We're all human beings. We are all the same. 
this status thing, all of that, it, it, I'm going to be quite frank, it's, it's bullshit. We all process information and, and traumas and everything the same, every human being. And there's something out there that can, that can help. If someone can, can claim that they're different, they're above, maybe they're coming from the Mars or one of the other planets <laughs> far away from here, but if they're really human and have been born through a mother and father, for sure they may have some kind of those problems and they're not, it's not beyond to, to correct it and live a good life and not to affect your own kids, your own wife, your own family with the same trauma, the same anxieties and horror that you have gone through yourself. David, thank you very much for taking the time to, to share all this knowledge with everybody today. Uh, man, I learned so much from you each and every day. I'm learning more and more. Uh, I'm so happy that we can you know, bring this here to more people. Thank you very much, and I look forward to the next one, yeah.